Hey, Hi. welcome to the Dumb and the Restless. It's a special episode today because it's October and we are sorry for who we are as people. So sorry. We had so sorry. such a terrible, tragic, technical issue with our mics. Oh my last God. Week, our complete, our episode, we had to throw our whole episode away. Yeah. Because it sounded like garbage. So much garbage. And Panda and I are both working full time in the batshit crazy pandemic time, so we did not have time to get them together for another road trip. Plus, it's also just been a really hard week. Yep. Like, oh my god. <laughs> uh, I've cried more tears this week than I think I have in my entire life so yeah, far. Can we hold hands for a I second? I know, we do. We need to hold hands and just, okay. like, breathe this in. But I'm so excited! It's October! Yeah, it's October. Happy October! <laughs> we are here with a special listener episode. Yes. And I'm very fucking stoked about it. So, we asked and practically begged for you guys to send in some of your spookiest stories and, and oh my god, you delivered. By God, you delivered. You delivered. So, speaking of dreams. Um, Ooh, are we jumping right in? We're jumping right in. Can I'm I jump super, right in? Yes, I'm super excited. Okay. So, um, Kevin, who is like one of our biggest fans. Hey, Kevin, we love you. Hey, Kevin. Um, who's like in charge of our uh, Reddit, who like just loves to Captain send Kevin. me little tidbits all the time sent us a crazy dream that he had i'm super excited for this one so since you asked for weird dreams i will share my weirdest one i was in a grocery store just shopping which is strange to begin with because my dreams always have an element of stress to them some problem i'm trying to solve or escape but in this one i was just walking around safeway without a cart I looked at a display of chips and a black square like a screen appeared in the center of my vision. It increased in size until I could only see black. The blackness faded away into the image of the face of a short X-Files type gray alien. Ooh, I was what? lying in bed in my parents' old bedroom from before we all <gasps> moved out of that apartment. There was a gray at the foot of the bed and one to my right. I became so terrified that I knew I must be dreaming, and this is my favorite part, and my first instinct, for whatever reason, was to inflate my body up like a balloon, <laughs> filling up the whole room. It pushed the greys back, and they Kevin seemed... Kevin went full puffer finish. <laughs> yeah, he did. Oh, me. Um, and it pushed the greys back, and they seemed surprised and dismayed. Then that part of the dream was over, and I was back in the Safeway, looking at a rack of chips. I looked away, afraid that the chips were somehow what had brought on the terrifying event. That's all I remember from that dream. Okay, Kevin, I do have a few questions for you. <laughs> Love your self-defense mechanism there. Pufferfish. Um, number two, Kevin, go get regressed. Go get fucking hypnotized. <laughs> for real. I, I bet you Shit, has buddy. Been. I'm sure you have been. I need to hear about it. I need to hear if you were actually abducted, abducted by aliens. Kevin, yeah. it's time for you to come clean. The truth is out there. The truth is out there. Um, number three, what the fuck? Also, number four, can you eat that brand of chips without thinking about aliens now? Let us know. Yeah, I'd really <laughs> like to know. I have too many questions about this one. Aliens. Ew. Aliens. Ew, you know, for someone who consumes so much X-Files and, like, has a podcast where I talk about aliens a lot, and yeah. that's basically 90% of my life. Yeah. Uh, I don't have a lot of alien dreams. I did have... <gasps> you remember the UFO dream I told you about on Moon Road where it was you and me? And, oh, like, we yeah. Outside and there were these three, like, triangle, like, blue lights swirling yeah. around. And then I woke up and I saw those lights yeah. for a second. And I was like, what the... F oh, whoa. 
That's my, <laughs> that's a bonus listener story for you guys, except <laughs> I am my own listener. It's October. I'm just, Genuinely. I'm just coming out. I'm just coming out, as, just coming out as my true self, which is a monster. Bro, I'm going to like, Rawr. I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to edit some like, like classic sixties Halloween party, like spooky, scary, like creaky doors and like wolf howls and like love it. women screaming. I'm so excited. I'm so down for this. Okay. This What's next? Next story we have is from our beloved listener, Calliope. Ooh. And it fucked me up. I wasn't ready for it. I was like, oh, cool. Listener email. And I read it and I just like sat there with my head in my hands for like five minutes. Yeah. So good fucking job, Calliope. Oh, God. Uh, this story is titled The Car. Oh, no. I used to live in Santa Cruz, California, not too far from the beach. One of my favorite pastimes during storms was to drive up around in the hills around 15 minutes west of the coast just to experience the full measure of a given storm. Small mudslides and fallen branches made for a much more interesting road than usual, and I'd keep a chainsaw in the back of my truck to clear out larger branches to keep the roads open. Smart. Girl. Smart. <laughs> We're friends now. Coming, <laughs> Just coming prepared. Yeah. Love it. Drive out in the storm. Keep a chainsaw on you. Love it. On one particularly dark and stormy night, I had been driving about in my usual restless fashion for an hour and found myself up in the neighborhood de la Vega Golf Course. I don't know how to pronounce that. I'm sorry. As I was passing the intersection of de la Vega Park Drive and Upper Park Road, I saw that... That sounds that, right. I think it's right. De la Vega? De la Vega sounds mm-hmm. right. I saw that the county public works had set out a series of these concrete Jersey barriers used to block traffic along with a road closure sign. Just beyond that, however, seemingly trapped behind the barriers, two small gasps was a relatively new Mercedes Benz off the side of the road with its hazards on pointed up the road to the golf course. Weird. So knowing that the road doesn't end out anywhere other than the course, and it Mm -hmm. looked like they wouldn't be able to squeeze the car past the barriers. Oh, so it was like behind the barriers. Yeah. I'll figure I'll go have a walk over and see if they need help. So I put my truck in park and I get out into the rain and start squishing through the decayed piles of eucalyptus leaves and mud on the shoulder past the barricades and up to the car. It was a pretty big rain day. So my boots were sinking deep and leaving very visible footprints. However, there weren't any tire tracks behind the car leading off the road. Ooh. So, oh, so I figured they must have backed down onto the shoulder or something whatever okay as like so it just appeared there just like materialized in the mud oh that's awful Ew. Ew, i don't like that as i get up to the side of the car it's clear that there are people in there but i can't see shit because of the rain so i flip on a little flashlight that i had and smart. go to look on the window smart as i swept my light across the side of the car i saw that there was a male presenting person laying down on the back seat face down into the seat Ooh. oh god oh god <laughs> weird cool great Ooh. All right. I sweep the light up to the driver's seat, and there are two white male presenting folks with the most generic, nondescript features you can imagine. Oh, my God. Is this a Men in Black story? This sounds like a Men in Black story. Both sitting in the cab, belted in, staring forward at the road. (gasps) This sounds like a Men in Black story. I knock on the window and try and strike the balance between yelling over the rain and not screaming at them after walking up out of nowhere. They don't reach at all, so I knock again and again, and they don't even budge a muscle. Oh, I worked no. as an EMT then, so I started to get that little gut feeling of something being off with them. So I shine the light basically right on their faces, and they don't react at all. Ugh. Not a blink, Ugh. not a facial twitch. <gasps> they don't even seem to be fucking breathing. Oh They've just god. got this eyes wide open, glassy stare at the rain slicking down their windshield. Oh my god. 
At this point, combined with the Alpharino body in the back seat, I decide it's time to politely fuck off and let the current 911 shift deal with this. Yeah. So I walk a little bit faster back to my truck and ring the non-emergency line to request sheriff deputy. Give me a break. This is back in 2011 and I was an idiot. Fuck 12. And as I'm giving the rundown of what the fuck is going on, they ask for the car's license plate. So I say, yeah, hang on. Let me go get it and set the phone down on my dash. I uh-huh. go back out into the rain to get close enough to see it. Except now... There's this giant power company cherry picker truck sitting behind the barriers that apparently trundled down from the hill. What? So I walk around it to see the car and the spot is completely empty. What? So there's just a truck there now. Okay. I look further up and down and I don't see it. So I figure they finally fucked off or something. I walk up to the power truck truck and yell at the very bored looking person driving it. Hey, did you see where that car went? And they said, what car? And after a couple, ugh, ugh. after a couple back and forths, told me that there can't be a car because they just drove down from a hundred yards up. Oh my god! Two foot wide tree fell down blocking it, and that the concrete barriers had been up for the last two hours, and their truck is the only thing big enough to drag them apart to exit. So I walk back to where the car was, and there isn't even a single tire track or mark or even vague indentation in the mud where the car was. Ooh. It's a ghost car. I have no fucking clue. I was so specific with the locations in this one, because if you go on Google Street View today, you can see the big fucking tree that had to be cut and moved off the road on the right side, like a hundred yards up. So you, <laughs> you did your research. Wow. One thing I know is I see a Mercedes full of fucking dead people. Well, I'll have had it coming, I guess. Whoa. Holy shit. God. That rustled my jimmies so much. Like, what, like, just the amount of, like, weird fucking detail in that. Yeah. Like, this rando car in the middle of nowhere, no tire tracks. I don't like like that. Ooh, and the dude in the back seat. Like, what the fuck? It was men in black. It was aliens, men in black. One of the two. (gasps) I don't know. And that car just disappeared. (sighs) I'd be haunted forever. Uh, Thank you very much. You guys really did come through with the listener emails. I know. Did you know Calliope actually sent us another story? Holy shit. Give it to me. Okay. I need... Wait, actually, I have to give it to you. Here yeah, you do. <laughs> okay. I want to make um... sure that I have all the pieces. Yeah. Okay. You do. <laughs> Wonderful. Do you want to take a quick break? Yeah, let's take, a, let's take a quick one. Okay. We'll be right back at you in just a second. Okay. All right, okay. we're back. I had to I had to collect my thoughts because this one, this one from Calliope really just rustles Russell's Majimmies came through for us. I'm, I'm, spooky kids are weird, man. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Ew. This is the twins. So. I spent about eight years working in EMS with various different ambulance companies. Before I got into working 911, I worked for a company in the Bay Area that did non-emergency transports, usually taking people home after surgery taking them to dialysis or quite commonly taking ER patients to specialized psychiatric facilities. Usually such a transport will consist of arriving at the ER, moving our patient into the gurney, restraining their wrists and ankles. Sorry, I lost my spot. (laughs) Usually with many apologies about company policy and then having a quiet ride to whatever psych facility was accepting new overnight patients. This was not a usual one. Our pager was displaying a request for a transfer from a Bay Area hospital to a local psych facility for a 10-year-old boy. Oh, my God. Which is new. Well, maybe not new, but exceedingly uncommon. 
So my partner and I head over to the ER and park in the ambulance area alongside another rig from our company. In a conversation with with that crew, it becomes apparent that they are also here for a 10-year-old psych transfer. So it looks like we got cross-dispatched. Eh, whatever. We'll all head in and see what's up and then decides, decide who takes the patient. Oh, it's twins. Oh, no. As we round the corner to the section of the ER that the patient has been moved to, we see that we have not been duly dual dispatched. There are, in fact, two 10-year-old boys needing transport to a psych facility. Two of the same boy. Two identical twins. Oh, my God. Great. So we figure out which kid is which and plunk ours onto the gurney. I can't bring myself to restrain a child, so I just give him a blanket and then get the turnover from the nurse. Fucking apparently, both of these identical twins had been brought in by their mom because they had been fighting her. Anyone else in the house? Teachers. Like full-on pen-stabbing, plate-throwing, pretty heady stuff. The two had been withdrawing from friends and such over the past months and had gotten to the point where they rarely talked to anyone but each other. Neat. Holy shit. Bumping down the road on a 30-minute drive over to the child psych hospital, my kid starts to fiddle with something under the blanket, and I quickly realize that I didn't take the pulse oximeter cord off his finger that the hospital had taped on, so now he's got this 12-inch long length of rubber-wrapped wire, and he's just sitting there tensing it and releasing. (sighs) Tensing, releasing. Tensing, releasing breathing heavily in between each cycle. Oh, no. Kid hasn't said anything to me for 10 minutes from his little spot on the gurney. Then he turns his head to the left to look at me and says, I'm going to kill you. Well, (laughs) this is it. I try to play it off and ask him why he would want to do that. I'm going to kill you, your partner, the doctors and nurses, anyone who touched my brother or me. This is fucked up. I start to scoop further up the bench like a cat trying to get out of a rapidly filling bathtub, and he continues, they tried to take it out of us with needles and tubes, but it's okay. The monster hid them in our blood. (gasps) Hid from them in our blood. Oh my god. Yeah. (laughs) Oh no. Oh, God, it gets so much worse. In a way less than cool and collected manner, I yell up to my partner, Hey, how close are we to the fucking hospital, dude? And shift all the way around behind the gurney to sit in the captain's chair behind the head of the gurney. This fucking kid starts sniffing the air, real over-exaggerated, like nose up and long snuff snuffs. And then he says, my brother is behind us. I can smell him. He's in the ambulance. Five cars behind us. Holy shit. Five cars. Ew. Ew. It gets worse. Ew. Now to you, that probably doesn't seem so scary. But to me, sitting in the back of the ambulance, knowing for fucking fact that you can't see out of the back window of that rig from the low position on the gurney, it was pretty fucking scary because sure enough, five cars back was the second ambulance. Oh my God. I'm like shook. I start to mentally begin making peace with myself about my clearly impending death at the hands of the grudge kid sitting three feet in front of me, completely unrestrained, save for seatbelts. Oh, my God. (laughs) That's me. Just like, uh. And he adds in, my mom is in front of us. 
Oh, my God. A quick, terrified peek up through the small window to the front confirms that, yes, indeed, that little red Mazda is right in front of us. Thankfully, we pull into the parking lot as I couldn't mash myself further any further back into the rear of the patient treatment cab to get away from this kid. And as soon as we park, he doesn't say another fucking word. We wheel him down the 200-foot-long fucking hallways with the one grimy, flickering bulb halfway down, thanks to whatever monster designed that fucking horror set, and drop, uh, drop him off in the pleasantly lit and warmly staffed child psych department. Make it back out and light a cigarette to stress smoke Jesus when Christ. me and the second crew finish dropping their twin off. The medic from that rig walks up to me and bumps a smoke and says, Yo, you will not believe what my kid was talking about on the drive and proceeded to tell me that his kid had been saying the exact same thing my twin was saying oh god no including the same words and the sniffing and the location routine holy shit i am never going to be okay with twins again ever in my life that is so fuck. Oh, that is so fuck. Like up. me fucking Bruh. too after reading that. Holy shit. I can't believe that happened to you. Hi, if any of you who are listening are twins and are like exceedingly creepy, please let me know. I don't want to know. I let Morgan know. know. I'm good. I want to know. Oh my god. This is This is really spooky. This is really spooky. This it's is dark a great out here. It's a great way to kick off October, it really honestly, cuz we've got we've got some very 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 creepy extra spooky episodes planned for October. It's going to be lots of lots of fun and lots of s- scares and spooks and creeps. I'm actually going to try to watch a horror movie this month. <laughs> One. You're such a little babe. At the very least. I'm going to watch 600, so. That's fine. I'll just watch them all for you and tell, the, tell you about them. Yeah, that's great. I'll, yeah. I'll have you know I am watching Ratchet by myself, though. <laughs> Good. Good job. And I can watch American Horror Story all by myself. I feel like you don't get a prize for that one. But that's, Shut the fuck I'm up. proud of you. I'm proud of you. <laughs> Super proud of you. Uh, we got one more story for you guys tonight. Uh, this one comes from Alyssa. So Alyssa says, I worked overnights for about five years in security slash corrections. I have seen full shadow figures many times on our camera monitors. Oh, God. What? <laughs> oh, no. One night I was I sitting. shadow people. I was sitting in front of the monitors at point where I could see down all of the hallways on a client unit. Mm. I heard a soft, deep, hey, <laughs> shoulder. Yikes. I, <laughs> I immediately looked up at the monitors and saw no clients up and about or other clients. I whipped around and looked at the that. half door into our staff office where I heard the voice again <laughs> and no one was there. That's so bad. Did I mention I work alone on that unit that night? <laughs> Chills. I don't like that. But the creepiest thing I had happen, however, was at home. My husband was on a hunting trip one night, so I was at home watching Netflix with my three puggles. Around midnight, we all heard the outside garage door slam shut. I got up and ran to the inner garage door and through the deadbolt lock, then the handle lock. The dogs were barking like crazy as they heard it, too. Oh, my God. I then ran upstairs, legs still shaking, and looked out each window trying to see if I could see anyone creeping around the neighborhood. Nothing. I went back downstairs and put my ear to the door to see if I could hear anything. A few minutes passed, still nothing. Finally got up the nerve, grabbed a knife, and decided to take a peek into the garage. Nothing was place out of place as far as I could tell. The outer garage door was also dead, bolted, shut. What? And the handle was locked. Ugh. What the fuck? What the fuck? What was that? What was That's that? That's whack. Damn. 
Okay, Spooky. Alyssa, I'm so, I'm so sorry that your house is haunted. Yeah. Specifically your garage. Yeah. And that also your workplace is haunted, too. You should, like, sage that shit. Yeah, something. That really sucks. Sucks for you guys that you're all so haunted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not like we're not haunted. No, it's not. We've seen plenty of haunted shit in our times. I've seen some pretty spooky things. Oh, my God. I actually, Shadow I think... Shadow people really get me right yeah. in my... Right in... In, right in here. Oh, yeah. Right in my belly. Yep. Right in there. Is that your shadow people sensor? Yes. Is that what it is? <laughs> it goes... <laughs> <laughs> I think it was actually October, either of last year or year before last. I think it was 2018, though. Yeah. When you and I saw that ghost car out in Roy, Washington. Isn't that where we saw the ghost train, too? Uh, I feel like the ghost train was close to, like, Portland. Oh, yeah, We were right. way further south. We were, like, down my mouth. But I remember that ghost car. I remember yeah, seeing that ghost car. because you freaked out, because you were like, did you see that, like, 1950s-style fucking, like, what was it, T. Lizzie or whatever? Something like that. It was like totally... old ass, which is, like, people have those. Oh, totally around here. It's a big antiques collecting area. But you, like, turned around to look behind you. And Nothing. it wasn't there. Nothing was And see, there. that was the craziest part, is, like, I, like... I, I clearly remember it driving down the road. It's headlights. I could see the yeah. headlights. There was a person I in the car. I remember passing a car, but we turned around and there was fucking nothing behind there us. There was fucking On nothing. On this little, like, main drag, Roy's a very small town. It's literally so it's just, just a- one little, like, main street kind of situation. Yeah. Yeah. That was super creepy. What's creepier is I was working at this restaurant at the time and I got to work the next day after this happened. And I told my chef. Uh-huh. And he said that his sister lives in Roy, right on that main drag, right by the train tracks. Yeah. And that she will wake up and see headlights, like, in her backyard. Oh, my God. Not on, like, the road or in a driveway, just yeah. in her backyard in the middle of the night. And she'll, like, hear shit that sounds like a crash, but, like, nothing was out there. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, fucking ghost car. Which, like, God if damn. you've never, if you've never had the, I don't even know what word to describe it. Like, if you've never heard the sound of an accident outside of your apartment, mm-hmm. like, that's a very distinct it's a noise. It's specific sounds that happens. Like, yeah, unfortunately. It, it very much so is. And it takes you a minute to register. Like, like what oh, that is. was a car crash. That was a car crash. Yep. That's exactly what two, ta- like 2000 pound metal chunks just smack into each mm-hmm. other sound like. And some plastic, maybe mostly mm-hmm. plastic. My car is made out of plastic. It is. Yep. Well, that was a rousing set of listener stories. Truly. Gotta say you guys came through for us. Yes. And Hey, like our email is always open. Yes. Um, it doesn't just have to be spooky stories either. Yeah. Like send us your weird dreams. Send us your alien abduction regressions. Send us your hypothesis for like how the world's going to fucking end. Say, send us pictures of your dogs. Shit. I want to see pictures of everybody's I will dog. Look at pictures of your dog. Why wouldn't, why wouldn't people start sending me yeah. pictures of their dog? Tell us about your Bigfoot encounters. Yeah. Other weird cryptid things. Missing time. Did you wake up at night and there was like a shadow of a guy on your ceiling? I don't know. But I, I also, I, I want to get those emails, but I also want to reiterate that we have so much cool stuff planned for October. Yeah. Like we, you know, it sucked that we missed last week. Yeah. And we're very sorry. We missed you guys just no, as very much. much. So probably more, um, but we are coming in hot. So hot. We're getting ready for October. It is like, it's October now. Yes, Fuck it in. is. Happy October. Stay tuned with us because this is going to be a fun one. Super it's be a fun. fun month. We've got a lot of fun stuff planned for you. Um, so, you know, stick around on our little road trip. Mm-hmm.
Uh, you can send us those badass listener emails at dumb and restless podcast at gmail.com. Dumb and restless podcast at gmail.com. Hit us up on Twitter at. I don't know. That's not my business. You're the one who runs our Twitter. Hit us up oh, on Twitter. Twitter. I at, th- <laughs> dumb restless pod. Don't, I don't even know what's pod. happening to my brain right now. Hit us up on Instagram at dumb and restless podcast. Um, give us what you got. I want it all. We love you. We love to hear from you. We are so excited to be here. And, uh, yeah, happy fucking October, y'all. Yep. Happy October. And, uh, we will have a brand new, fresh and fun episode, I think, about some, some creepy kids. Some creepy kids. Some kids. Well, kids just, enjoy- I wouldn't call Special them creepy, kids. but. Special kids. Someday, past life regression. Someday we'll definitely talk about black-eyed kids. Oh, yeah. And that twin story made me really want to do an episode on the silent twins, so we're going to have to. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, stay tuned. Saturday, we've got a new episode out for you. Um, happy fucking October, y'all. This has been Morgan and Panda. For the Dumb and the Restless. we ever introduced ourselves. That's fine. Came in hot. For the Dumb and the Restless, we love you. We'll see you soon. Bye. Bye.